Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Well, welcome back to another episode here of the Business of Being Healthy. My name is Shelly Bryan, and today I have such an amazing um, woman and thought leader. And I'm going to get into that whole topic on thought leader. But Brittany Crossan is someone that I have been secretly like maybe following or stalking on social media. And so, so excited to have her on today. But Brittany is a social media thought leader. She's CEO, podcaster, and speaker. And she helps entrepreneurs shine on social media through her marketing agency, Fun Love Media, her podcast, The Social Sunshine Podcast, and her membership, Small Business Social Society. So she's definitely multifaceted but it's the value. And that's what I am so excited to have Brittany on today. So Brittany, welcome to the, to the show. Thank you so much, Shelly, for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Okay. <laughs> so let's dive in here because I do want to share, you know, social media, um, it, people have like either like excitement when they hear that, or they are like cringing because they're like, oh my gosh, it's like a necessary evil. And I really, it's like the overwhelm. Um, but I just want to share real quick how I found you. It was really twofold. And this is why I think it's so good diverse to diversify our efforts within our business is when I heard you on Kayla's, uh, Kayla Crafts podcast, mommy millionaire. So I heard you on there. Um, but then I immediately followed you on your Instagram account and I have loved every bit of it since. So, um, I always love sharing how I find people because I think it's really impactful, right. To make sure that we're how we're reaching everybody. Right. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much. I the the social media content is uh, is definitely a way that a lot of people have found me including clients that have spent thousands and thousands of dollars with my company, so that's a bonus. Um but yeah, but podcasting too. I mean, we actually do that in my company also podcasting services just cuz I love it so much. So the fact that you initially heard me on someone's podcast makes makes me happy. I love podcasting. The whole that's- world, the whole thing. The, the whole thing, you know, and so it's fun. It's so fun. And it's I love um, a big part of, you know, me creating this podcast, because I had a, a live podcast forum in a in an equine industry um, that I would participate in, but I brought it over here to kind of like this business health side of my life. And it's sharing wisdom. I think that we all learn best from others. You know, we can research, we can take the courses, we can go to school, we can do all of it. But if we could shorten the time frame, the heartache, the amount of money spent by working with other people who have done it before us, why not? Right. And and I think podcast is such a great forum for that. Right. I agree. And I love how intimate podcasting is in a way. Like, like there's, there's something about being in someone's ear, right? Like while they're out for a walk or while they're doing dishes or while they're driving, like it's, it's kind of cool. It's like, it's personal. You know what I mean? Like you're getting in there and having that like direct line of communication with whoever's listening. A hundred percent. And it's like, there's like a little tidbit, everyone listening in when she said, I, I maybe go a little too deep. The fact that you're, you're thinking about that personal connection. Like, I love that. I cannot wait for this conversation to continue. Okay. So if you would, Brittany, share a little bit about how fun love media came to be. How did you come into this world of social media? So when I first started using MySpace, so I'm going to you know, age myself a bit here. What was it? it was probably 20 plus years ago. Um, although I guess LinkedIn was already around as like a resume site, you know. And um anyway, I I started using MySpace and to me, I was like, this is amazing. Cause I am an actor and performer my whole life since I was a child. I mean, my plan A was to move to Hollywood and to be a television star, like the girls on Full House, right? Like obsessed. Acting classes, I've done film, I've done theater, I've done dance, all the stuff. So to me, 
MySpace was like one giant stage. I was going, um, this is fantastic. And I know everybody else does not feel that way. <laughs> but I thought it was wonderful, right? So it was kind of love at first sight with social media. And I started exploring all the things. And and every time a new platform would come out, you know, Twitter and then Facebook and you know, everything, I would, I would use it and I would start to learn. And fast forward over the years of me just learning and using them for fun, um, I actually ended up kind of starting to dabble in it in social media, like business wise, because my my kids were babies. They're now eight and 11, but they were so little. And I was still working part-time in the family business. I grew up in the family business with my, that my dad owns, which is where I learned all everything I know about business, honestly. Um, and I was still doing that, but raising babies, you know, but I wanted mm. to have something of my own. So I started exploring, like, what can you do? What kind of side hustles can you have? You know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Blogging, vlogging, anything. <laughs> and I was just posting on social media, creating content, learning how to make videos and all that. And this is years ago. Um, and I had a couple friends notice, this is back in probably 2017 now, that I had a couple of friends notice that I seemed to love social media and then I was good at it. They saw me posting my blogging and vlogging and all the things and asked like, okay, I hate social media, Brittany. Will you please just like, can I like pay you? Will you just like do mine? I don't know how this works. (laughs) And I'm still over here doing the mom thing and really striving for that career in entertainment in some way. I still had that, that plan. Right. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what? They're going to pay me to do their social media. Like, Okay. I'm not going to say a minute. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm going to accept it. That's fine. And um I did that for a little while, kind of kind of like a freelancer, right? Like I was just doing what they would ask and getting paid for whatever little project or whatever it was. Um and then it kept going. And then another person heard. And it didn't it didn't explode cuz I was trying to keep it I was still raising my babies and trying to keep it a part-time thing for me and my husband was so busy with his career, but I finally gave in and I was like, "Brittany, okay, this is a thing. Like, <laughs> you know, give it a name, make it a business, make it official." And that was for 4 years ago now. So it was January of 2019 when I named it Fun Love Media and decided, "Okay, this is a business." But it was still actually a real, a part-time thing for me for a while. Um cuz again, I was prioritizing um, parenting over work and my husband's work kept him so busy in a way many times. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to that, um, that it would have been quite, quite difficult in our situation for me to prioritize work. But crazy thing is, is that in 2020, when everything was going wild, like it did, um, he lost his job in like August of 2020. And a lot of people did. And we weren't Real surprise because the the construction company like that he was working for they started shutting down job sites and things were happening we were going uh oh uh oh you know what's about to happen and um, all the while I had been telling him look I can grow Fun Love Media if you ever decided to have a career change where you're more present because I, I I know it'd be quite difficult for me to grow it while simultaneously taking care of so much stuff with the kiddos yep and he knew that in the back of his mind so when he lost his job that day he called me. I'll never forget that. I hope I never forget this. And he said, you know, this happened, crap, you know, da, da, da. okay, it's okay. And he said, so what do you think? Like, what do I need to do? Like tomorrow, just go out and find something, anything, or is this our chance? And I was like, this is our chance. <laughs> and, I said yeah. that to him. and I was so excited and scared all at the same time. And we reversed roles. So he went to where he found some kinds of work that was like more part-time and more flexible so he could be real, real present with family stuff. And I took kind of the role he had where my my career was prioritized. I was building this company. I needed to hustle my butt off because like I only had so much money and savings before, like, you know, because he lost his job. So (laughs) I had to hurry up. And I did. And we worked together as a team really well in that situation. We are not perfect, but we did very good in that situation and um, swapped roles. And I just started hustling my butt off with with Fun Love Media to grow it to be a full career. And this is, I'm 40 years old at this point. So that's something else somebody might relate to, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't get to prioritize. I didn't get to. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. I didn't choose to prioritize my career, my own career until I was 40. And there were people that had been prioritizing their career for years while I was raising babies and letting that be on the back burner, you know? So I knew the opportunity I had. I was like, you have a supportive husband that's willing to do all these kid things. 
you know, and you're 40 and now you can just take this and run, do it girl. And that's what I did. So now it's been, you know, a while, two and a half years. Um, and it's grown a lot and it's just been such a cool, special experience. Really thankful. So what I love about you sharing that, and especially at that 40, 40, right? Like I'm 42, I'm going through another pivot right now. And even my husband and I were, were, I'm two months and 20 days older than him and he will never let me forget it. But (laughs) we, we had the same feeling of like, I'm too old. Like I'm 40. I can't do this. Like we can't, we can't move again. You know, we have the kids, we have all of that. And I feel like within the last couple of years, it's actually been like, no, I'm 40. I have so much experience. The time is now. Let's go. And and having a supportive, you know, spouse, because my husband and I work together too, like having a supportive spouse is so incredible that you were able to leverage that opportunity and build this media company, what it is now. Yeah, it you're you're right. You're right. And it's and I recognize that I had that I'm I am fortunate to have a supportive partner in in life but especially like these years that we've gone through recently um I recognize that not everybody has that and so I do my best to to cherish it be thankful for it and um work also as a good teammate with him you know I mean I'm certainly not perfect and I'm sure he would agree (laughs) but but you know I mean it's really we've done a good job considering I mean it was it's we've had so many life changes in the past few years and we're both in our you know early 40s um and I, I'm proud of us, you know, I'm thankful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think just like um, having that gratitude is what's going to help keep propelling all of us forward. So even right. in those tough times that you're navigating that, you know, we can't sometimes see the light at the end of the tunnel, if we can stay in that gratitude and still keep focusing on the end goal, and kind of take time out of it. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, let's actually dive into that for a second. When you're working with social media clients in time, right? Because we want everything now, like now. How do you help kind of set those expectations for your clients when they are getting started? Like when they bring you on and they're like, okay, I see the value in social media. I, I want to bring on Fun Love Media and I want it now. Right. How do you set those expectations for them? I I mean, open communication is really important in, well, I mean, in everything, but in this case, in business with clients, that can be intimidating, I think, to some people if um, if it's in your personality, right, or maybe you just um, less experienced or something like that. Um, depends on what you've been through in your life as to if you get intimidated in these businessy communication situations or not, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I thankfully do not, um, but I think a lot of that I've got to give credit again to my dad and the and growing up in the family business and learning so much um, from him, good and bad, <laughs> what to do and what not to do, uh, courtesy of of Dave, my dad. Um, and but it's been so valuable, you know. It's 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 more valuable than anything else, and I think it's it helped me build confidence. And the industry that 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 he's in is like is kind of like a, a dude male world and like a rough tough dudes on boats and work out, you know, it's just, so I had to be around that. And I think that that really helped me, um, gain more confidence in any sort of communication with another person and about a business matter. Right. So, you know, I just try to go into that with clients and communicate clearly. Um, and it's hard because you want to make all these amazing promises in your business to your clients, because you want those things for them, right? We want them to succeed. I wish that they could just gain a thousand followers uh, this month with a snap of a finger, right? But experience shows me that that's not super likely. So, <laughs> so you know, you got delivering that information, what it ends up doing by helping manage expectations of our clients in this case is it really helps things work out better in the end and helps the whole relationship go more smoothly, right? Because if I made a bunch of empty promises at first just to get their business, it could crash and burn and bite me in the butt. And, you know, and I don't want that. So I just know going into it, I got to be real with these people. I got to tell them maybe it's not going to happen as fast as you want. And I have to know the consequences for me are that they may not want to work with me and I may not get that money. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it is what it is like it's it's you know it's fine i'd rather just be more upfront and communicate you know 
Well, and I think proper like expectation setting in any industry, in anything, right? Like it's even with your yeah. kids, like setting yep. proper expectations with them. If right. if we don't communicate those properly within business employees, like all of it, that's where the the like blow up happens, you know? Right. So I love how this has been a common theme for those of you that are following along the podcast is how our past experiences are actually so valuable to what we're going through right now. And so Brittany, you sharing like your dad's business and what, oh my God, I have more stories of what not to do from (laughs) my parents, right? Than what to do. Um, But it's still a learning opportunity. So, and, and something that I can apply now. So I love that. Right. Yeah, me too. And and it's it's interesting how how I've learned this lesson too that like and it probably just comes with the phase of life I'm in, right? Like just being alive for long enough, enough experiences. But like you sometimes might think that you have an experience in business or in life that ended up being a waste because it didn't end up the way you had planned or the way you hoped or expected or whatever, right? Which, you know, plan schlans. Like m- most of the time we got to be able to pivot. But 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 actually, you really do, like you said, end up using all of the things you've learned to to move forward, even if it seems weird and there's it doesn't seem like it could even be remotely relevant. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, an example for me is like I, my I told you earlier, my plan A was to be a successful television actor, like the girls on Full House. And I worked my whole life from childhood toward that goal. And I am forty two. And I am not a television star like the girls on Full House. And so being that it hasn't happened yet or may never, I at first, years back, struggled with that. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, I mean, really badly because I I felt like I didn't do enough. I should have just I should have just dropped everything and moved to Hollywood. I should have just gone and tried to do Broadway. I should have done something, right? And then, oh, all those years of performing, what the hell? It's all it's all down the drain. And and you know, and what what a waste. And what am I gonna do with myself now? And all these things. But <laughs> it's not a waste. Like literally every single day I use the skills that I learned in acting class or on stage or as a dancer, like all of it. And not only am I actually able to perform on social media, which is the magic of social media, because it it helps us make our own dreams come true in kind of cool, creative, different ways. But it's it's like... I'm using it in my company too. Like I understand what it's like to be on set and to film something. And we have to do that with our clients. And I understand what it's like to be on camera and I can help people with that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I went through that time of frustration, like you were saying of like, of like, oh no, you like my past experiences don't even matter. I'm just not even doing the thing. And it was so dramatic and disappointing when really I'm like, um, you were, pre- that was preparing you for this, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. I, I mean, I just love it. And, and we do, it's just age, right? Age experience, like time and the ability to reflect, right. To like now see, and I mean, you have over 15 million views now, right? right? Like yeah. 15 million, everyone listening, like mm-hmm. it's unreal. So the, the entertainment, I, I just love that you're embracing it now, not only with what you're doing, but coaching clients to be able to do that, you know, um, I had shared, you know, I had a live podcast I did and people going live was like scary. And so being able to coach them through that, I didn't have your training or anything. I just helped set expectations, right? Yeah. What you do now and like that experience, I mean, holy cow, I, I can only imagine the value that you can bring to your clients, especially when it, when it comes to that fear of what other people might say or do or think of you, right. right? And how that can like maybe prevent you from taking action. Right. You know? That's and that- huge. That's huge. in social media is the worry and the fear of judgment. And what will people think, whether it's people from your hometown or strangers that are trolling you that are going to leave crappy comments, right? Like, there, that's a huge thing I deal with, with, with trying to help people with it. And, and it's totally understandable. It's a, I mean, it's, it's not um, an irrational fear. I get it. But one way I will say that seems to help a lot of people with that yeah. is 
focusing hardcore, like laser focus on your mission and your message. Like, why am I here? Why am I making these videos? Why am I posting stuff on social media? Like what is, you know, dig deeper. That's why I said, that's what I told you earlier before we started recording that I can get deep with social media talks. It's like therapy almost. I'm not a therapist, but, um, <laughs> but because you, you, if you, if you'll let yourself dig deeper and deeper, why am I even doing this? Why the hell did I make this video? Why do I care? Who am I trying to help? Like, what is it really? You dig deep and you get to that focus on that when you go to create the content and you go to share it on social media the more you can focus on who you're trying to help and what your mission is the more that all of the crap will get muted and you know the volume will go down on that and you'll be more focused on what matters and that's that helps a lot of people like that are nervous you know about showing up because it can be nerve-wracking especially if you're not used to being in front of some sort of an audience Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it's like, um, I mean, you've got kids, so I've got kids, right? Um, Wreck-It Ralph, the second Wreck-It Ralph, this just came to mind when he was doing the social media, trying to like earn money to to help, you know, be the yeah. hero. I, I don't know if you remember. And he yeah. walked into the room where he saw the comments. He was only seeing the likes, but they were like, sh like keeping him from the room of the comments. And then when he saw that, like you just saw his whole face, like totally fall. And he was like, what? these people hate me when he thought they loved him. And right. so I think that it's, it's, you know, maybe you can even share a little bit of, I think the mission is so valuable and focusing on that, but how do you kind of help people or even yourself on those days where you're like, dang, I feel like I'm just getting peppered with a whole bunch of jerks and I really don't want to do it today. Like, right. If, if yeah. connecting with the mission isn't enough at that moment on those hard, hard days, how do you, how do you still show up? Well, it's, it's hard when you get negative comments, whether it's from someone, you know, or you don't, it, it, it can feel bad. I've gotten plenty of them over the years. And now you see me shrugging my shoulders as I talk about it so nonchalantly, because it does not really bother me so much. And again, that's another thing with experience. So that's the good news, by the way, anybody listening, that's maybe earlier on in your social media journey and sharing content and things, and it, it's okay, it will get better, because you'll get you'll get stronger, you'll get better at, at prioritizing what matters to you and not their, their opinions, because their opinions don't matter. And I tell people that you can think of it like, they're like hecklers on the sideline, you know, mm -hmm. they're not even in the game. Like, mm -hmm. it's your game. You it's you, it's your game. It's your show. They are on the sidelines. They're not even in there. Their words do not matter. You know, mm -hmm. it's literally irrelevant to whatever you're doing. And, and that's a mindset thing though. Like, cause I could say it all day and you could listen and believe me, but you still may not remember that when the moment happens and you get that comment that you don't like. Yep. It's just a practice. I feel like with a lot of things, you know, I mean, obviously like with fitness, a lot of things it's, it's habit and discipline. And that's what it is with social media. That's why I say it gets so deep. I'm telling you, if you can really get in there and you can, and you can make these ha positive habits of, of shifting your mindset when you see something negative. Nope, that's not true. What they said is not true. What they said mm. is not relevant. Their opinion does not matter. That kind of thing. Because you can tell, you can tell when it's nasty versus somebody maybe truly wanting to start a conversation and, and talk something out nicely. Right. We can tell. Yeah. And, um, and we have to just, we just have to train our, our brains to, to know that it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. A lot of the people we have to remember also, we don't know who that is. We don't know the state that they're in, the condition that they're in. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We may not be dealing with what we think we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So um, I just try to keep all of this stuff in mind and honestly, still focusing on the mission, keep showing up, you know, cause I'm not going to be one of the ones that gave up. And I think also just keep in mind when you go into the social media world that it's possible. So just know that that's managing your expectations. You know, you're putting yourself out publicly. People might say some stuff, but then you can just block them. <laughs> You do have some control and power in this situation. You, yeah, you really, you really do actually have some control and power in, in social media. And I feel like that's not really talked about enough because sure, of course, could it, could it hurt your feelings if somebody said something negative? Yes, of course. And we're human. And I think it's normal for that to hurt your feelings, but then you can take that action and block that person. You can also curate your own feed. You don't have to see stuff that you don't like, you know, mm. as soon as you do, okay, unfollow that account or mute that account or block it or whatever you've got to do. You know, you create your own experience on social media. And if you'll take control and decide to do that, 
um, then you're going to have a much better experience. Like when I look at my social media feed, I don't see stuff that makes me angry on purpose. I did that on purpose. I don't follow things that are going to piss me off or make me want to argue with somebody, you know, um, because that's not what it's there for me. Now, maybe some people do because they think that's fun, but, <laughs> but I, I know a few. Have yes. a, I want to have a good experience. So remember we can curate it to how, to what's best for us. And we don't have to follow who we don't want to follow. And we don't have to have anything to do with anything that makes us feel bad in that way, you know? Well, and it's, I, I mean, I love this and it just brought up like so many different memories, but you know, having that that ability to control what you can control, right? Which is you. Ultimately, the only thing that we can control is ourselves. And so being able to curate our own feed, I'll share personally, I remember when I was doing fitness competitions, I was following all the top people, right? My body, that it's like me being five foot two thinking I'm going to be as tall as Michael Jordan. It's not going to happen, right? But in my mind, it started this body dysmorphia. And so I started really kind of taking it internally, seeing this on my feed, being like, okay, I'm doing all the things and I'm not looking like that. It's me, right? right. And one day it clicked and I unfollowed all of them. And right. it was the most freeing thing for me that brought back, it helped stop the, the body dysmorphia. It brought back total health and it it made me almost like focus on like finding the good. You know, I yeah. needed to find the good that was going to support me in my journey. And this was a, 10 years ago. This was a decade ago, right? So if I hadn't made that change, I could only imagine like how that could have been affecting me now. And so it is so powerful to know that you do have that power. So I love that you brought that up, Brittany. Right. You do. You have the power. Make it make it what you want. I always say, if you hate social media, you're doing it wrong. You know, make some adjustments and make it work for you. Heck yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I kind of have a few more things. We're we're doing great on time. I hope you're you're good to stick with me. Yeah, but, yeah, of course. Um, is I w I wanted to talk just real quick. So you now help people, right? Create like the social media presence for their business. I'd love for you to just talk about your business because when you started it, right? What a like a challenging time, 2019, right? Or 2020 ish. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. So everybody's pivoting in the whole wide world um, with everything going on, but you stayed consistent and you kept going and you kept growing. How has social media helped your business? Wow. I could talk about this all day. Social media has helped my business so much. I wouldn't have, well, I mean, of course I wouldn't have my business if it wasn't for social media, because that's what we do. But mm -hmm. setting that fact aside, I wouldn't have the kind of business I have if not for social media. Mm -hmm. I, I would have the kind of life I have. That's, that's a whole other topic. But, mm -hmm. you know, I think that the power of a personal brand and if you're not familiar, familiar, a personal brand is just your own personal representation of yourself, like as a human, as an individual. So it's not a, it's not a business brand, like Target is a business brand, you know, your own personal um, uh, presence on social media. I think that so many people don't realize how incredibly powerful it is and how simple it can be. I don't mean easy, because it's not always easy mm -hmm. to show up in it, but simple. It's not complicated to create a personal brand on social media and then let that be what helps your business. Um, it's it's unreal the things that have happened in my life because I decided to be consistent and show up on social media. Now, granted, I know I enjoy it. So I do have an advantage there. I like it. I'm a performer. I'm cool being on camera. But what's happened is, is, I mean, clients, first of all, I've, I've clients have, have signed like thousands and thousands, thousands of dollar contracts with my company because they first found me dancing on a treadmill. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like to say you don't you don't have to uh, create serious content to be seriously successful, um, and and that. that's just the truth. And I think it's a personality thing, right? We're humans, so when you think about it, you people want to have that human to human connection. And does Fun Love Media have a brand and have a presence? Of course, it needs to. It's a it's a company. It needs to have its own presence. But Brittany, that is what has been the most powerful because I'm the human in the situation. You know, I mean, gosh, we've gotten clients. We've, I've gotten, I've, I've been on television now because of it. I'm, uh, I mean, you know, 
a podcast guest all the time. I have my own podcast. So, so that helps people like kind of, um, when they want to decide to be on my show or not, <laughs> like kind of legitimize, like see like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. We can see some things about her. Okay. She seems legit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps all aspects of it. And it really can just be a simple thing, just showing up and showing certain aspects of your life and your business, what, whatever you choose, you take control yeah, and, and having fun with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, you're right about the consistency. I mean, that's a bit, I mean, I know we all hear that word so much and might, <laughs> might be tired of it, but we hear it a lot. Cause it's true. Like, I don't, I don't know a lot of people more consistent than me. And I'm so proud of that. And I'm just, I'm not here to quit. I didn't do all this to quit. I didn't, you know, mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just kind of blows my mind, but um, people really do start dropping, you know, you notice that. And that's like in any industry in mine, it happens to be social media. And I've noticed it's been enough years that I've been so active on social media, you know, more than a decade. And it's like, wow, wait, where'd she go? Oh, where'd he go? You know, and, and people, a lot of people don't last. So yeah. I feel, I always say that if, if you, if you love what you're doing, in this case for me, it was social media, um, creating content. Um, if you love it and you have that tug in your heart, it's not going away. It's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Keep going. If you will just hold on, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to be the one that prevails at the end or along the way. <laughs> I love that. And, and, you know, I know that was a very big and broad question. And I think that the thing is sometimes is with business, we like think like social media is like a have to check the box, like have to check the box. And I mean, you watching you, I highly encourage everybody listening in to absolutely follow Brittany. We'll all put all of her social media handles in the show notes, but absolutely follow her. And, And just like watch her consistency is like, inspiration enough to keep going and that social media can be fun she is having fun like and we're gonna talk about that in a second (laughs) she is having fun and she's like getting clients because of it she just shared earlier like she's dancing on a treadmill and thousands of dollar contracts are being signed you know (laughs) and that's the correlation is people think of it as like I have to I have to I have to and I'm going to call my husband is one of those, like, I'm going to call him out. He's like, I do not want to do it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't understand, you know? And so because of a business that we own together, I'm like, I'm going to take this over. I'm going to be the consistent one. And that's fine. And it just, it can be fun and still create business. And I think you are like the perfect person that displays that consistently. Thank you. It can be fun. You're right. And, and maybe it won't be as fun. Maybe it won't ever be as fun for your husband as it is for me. Right. For, uh, for an example, it's, it's okay. Like it's not, we're not all the same. And so some people may have more resistance and that's okay. But no matter what level of your desire to be on social media, when you know you, how valuable it is, and you know, you're going to do it you lean into your strengths. That's mm. that's something that I think is really overlooked and not talked about. You know, everybody always wants to talk about getting out of your comfort zone just in general. It's kind of a trendy phrase. Well, of mm. course, yes, of course. We we should try new things. We should do something that's extra difficult sometimes. Like, I, of course, yes. But when it comes to showing up on social media, um, at least for the most part, lean into your strengths. It's going to be more enjoyable because it's stuff that you're good at. Like there is a reason why I am dancing on there. I love it. It's one of my strengths and it's going to make me less likely to quit. <laughs> right? Yep. So, so no matter what it is, you don't have to be dancing and doing TikTok dances or whatever you, you or lip syncing or whatever you do, whatever. I mean, it could be, it could be the most random thing, but if that's what you really, really love and that's your strength and you know it, and you feel solid about it, create content around that. And, and sure, you, you talk about your work, sprinkle that in and make sure people know what you do and all that, but you're, you're starting conversations. And whenever we go with the stuff that we already like in life and we let that kind of lead the way on social mm-hmm. media you are, you're not going to want to quit. It's, it's, it's going to be more enjoyable, you know, and then your the audience can sense that even if the audience can't quite describe what it is, audiences are, are intuitive, right. And can, can feel when the person that they're looking at in the content is cool with what they're doing. Right. So like, if you were like, absolutely hate dancing and you tried to like, really hate it, genuinely not interested. And you try to start doing some of these dances or something, people are going to be able to tell <laughs> that you don't like it. Like even it's if you so put on true. a smile, 
you know? So so it's like, why not? Why not just lean into our strengths and just kind of like, whatever it is, if you're good at talking to people, like one-on-one and really getting deep with somebody, then when you talk to the camera, imagine that camera lens is that person and like, just have that cool, relaxed conversation, whatever it is, lean into your strengths. I cannot stress that enough. There's, there is a time to get out of your comfort zone, but this may not be one of them, at least not until you feel solid and have that foundation. And then maybe you start trying things that are out of your comfort zone. Like, I, seriously, it, this is like music to my ears because when I was in, you know, corporate America, right. And I was training people on sales skills, it, all corporate wanted was to focus on their weaknesses, right? Focus, weakness, weakness, weakness. And I'm like, no, 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 they're really good here. I'm going to make that better. And then they go kick butt and hit numbers and do, and then they're like, well, what did you do different? I'm like, I didn't berate them for like what their weaknesses were. I just took their strengths and elevated it. So I love that you just shared that. And because like social media, like Brittany, I'm not going to dance. I'm not, I will not do it. Nope. Mm -mm. But I will have that conversation with somebody, you know, watching you, it makes me smile. And I want to like consume more of you and like what you have to say, the value in which you do it. And it gives me ideas. And that's what I think is so neat about, um, social media and the fact that you're leveraging like what you're good at. Right. I mean, I always, always tell people like, if you know how to juggle fire and you're not juggling fire in your social media content, we need to have a discussion because that's cool. (laughs) People want to see it, you know, juggle the fire and give them tips on health insurance, like whatever, you know, work it in and make it an enjoyable experience for you. It's not going anywhere. Social media is not going anywhere. I mean, please God, let's let's not go anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. And, um, And it's, it can really, really be amazing for your business and honestly enhance your life. I mean, we haven't even touched on the fact that I have so many solid friendships because of social media from people all over, all over the world. And it's, it's so special, right? To think that you can meet somebody somewhere else, wherever, because some sort of common ground you found on social media. And then that technology allows you to stay in touch and literally build a relationship with that person that you maybe have never seen in person ever before. And then you can go and rely on that person many times more than you can rely on people in your real life. It's, (laughs) it's quite magical, honestly. It's so great hearing these stories, hearing, I I just absolutely love it. And you you have such like a positive outlook. And so, you know, I think the more people that you surround yourself with, right, that have all, it's so great. So again, I cannot reiterate enough, everyone, please follow Brittany. That being said, Brittany, one of the fun things that you do, we talk about dancing and you've like incorporated the Peloton, the treadmill, dancing, music. I know that you are closely tied to music, like I feel like you and my husband could have like crazy conversations about lyrics and music um, and memories, right? That come from it, um, you know, kind of share how that came to be. And, and I love it too, sorry to interrupt, but I love it too, because that's like the essence, right? Business of being healthy. Like you are literally have this amazing business and you're like exercising while you're doing it, having fun, <laughs> interacting with people. Like it is, it is just such a great, great thing. Thank you. It's also very weird. Um, and I fully recognize that. Um, I don't, it was not planned. I told you the plan, television star, like the girls on full house. That was the plan, not dancing on exercise equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I, I, I started, so Instagram stories started, I think back in 2017, I believe. And in the Instagram stories, I would, um, cause you had the ability to like have music playing during your story, you know, and, and that was kind of newer. Cause before it was like, hard to incorporate music and this stuff. It's copyrighted. It's, you know, totally. It was a pain in the butt. So, and stories, I was like, Ooh, I can't have this music. Right. So like after I would do my workout that day, I would have what I call the post-workout jam session. And I would just lip sync and kind of dance around to some fun pop song that I loved. Um, sometimes with a weird like puppy filter on my face. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, that was a, it was a, it was a, tradition in my stories and I and I was like a self-proclaimed lip sync queen and it was so fun and then fast forward to 2019 when I joined TikTok um and that was like another huge like light bulb moment for me because I was going wait a minute now we can take this music thing even further we're allowed to use popular music in these videos that post in your feed publicly and like it's it's allowed like it's not some weird shady <laughs> I use music when I wasn't supposed to thing like it's cool. And 
these are grown ass people in grocery stores dancing. Like this is a this, uh, jackpot for me. Like, I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. And so I started using TikTok and just doing some of the trending dances. I was trying to learn like what the deal is, you know? So I just doing whatever and making videos. And, um, and I did start doing some kind of quote unquote dancing on my Peloton bike um, in the latter part of 2019. And when I go back and look at those videos, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like it's so hard to go back and look at old videos of yourself, like doing anything, much less dancing on your Peloton because it the, the dances were not that impressive at the time. But anyway, I went with it, right? Well, what, things really got wild. And so January of 2020 is when I got my Peloton treadmill and no, they don't pay me, but yes, Peloton, you can call me. Um, and it's the best treadmill ever. Um, and I love it. And I felt it and I thought, I was like, this feels nice and solid. I had like this old one before that, that was just old, <laughs> I loved it, but it was old and it was wore out. It was time to get a new one. And I got the new one. <clears throat> I was like, Ooh, this feels good. These like rubber slats and da da da. Right. And one day I just was like, well, just set the camera up over there and just kind of like do a little something on the treadmill. I don't know. It's just a random idea. And, um, because I think that a lot of people, at least if you're walking on a treadmill, you might kind of bop along to the music or something, you know? And so I did that and I filmed it and I posted it. And then I did another one and posted, you know, and I just kept going with it and started thinking of new ideas and trying to have fun with it. And in 2020, I forget what, maybe it was the spring or something. um, I had my first video kind of, kind of semi explode. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) And people like this whole dancing on a treadmill thing. This is crazy. <clears throat> and I just I just kept going with it. So I do dances on the bike and on the treadmill. And it's funny because I realized years later that so many people didn't realize that I could actually like, like I knew how to dance for real. <laughs> like the, they just thought I was just like some silly mom on a treadmill kind of bopping along, you know. And um, <laughs> because like, it's hard to like full on dance while it, the treadmill's moving. <laughs> Um, yes, of course. Yes, that would I'm, be a bit li- I'm a bit limited in certain movements I can make, but I've done some challenging things and it's been really fun. And it just really started exploding and the Peloton community just like brought me in and hugged me like the members and stuff. Peloton invited me to speak at this um, virtual um, homecoming event they had uh, a couple of years ago. And um, it's been a really cool experience in that regard, but it's, it was an accident. It just, it just, and I just went with it. Right. And I just didn't care if, I don't know how to explain it, but I just didn't care if somebody thought it was stupid because I myself understood that it had some stupid in it and it just, it's okay. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, just didn't care about the judgment because the reward just outweighed it so much, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So several years later, I'm still dancing on exercise equipment. So, sometimes though, I try to get on the floor and actually do something because it's, you know, a little easier that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is just become part of your brand, right? It's yeah. just part of it. And the fact like you can literally see how much fun she's having. And so you kind of want to like join in and you're like, wow, holy cow. She has this crazy successful company and she's dancing on a treadmill. Like what? Right. But I think, you know, we had talked about this earlier and it's that, that idea of like, is this a story or a truth? Right. And we can start telling ourselves stories that we believe are truth. So like, right. Like everyone's going to hate me. Everyone's going to, no one, this isn't going to be good for my business. Like all of these things that we believe to be true, but then someone comes out and like debunks them and you have to start questioning, like, is this really a truth? And can I rewrite this? Like, this story does not serve me anymore. And it also comes back to the consistency. You just kept going and trying new things. Right. Well, I just, I just realized that, that I had this, this opportunity to fulfill some dreams of my own, which I feel like dreams are, we have them for a reason. I don't feel like they're selfish. I feel like, um, I feel like it, it's in you and it feels that it feels like a dream instead of a goal that, cause it has that mushy feeling because it's, it's, it's part of at least your purpose. And it's a big part of your story and what you're meant here to do. So I, I believe in fulfilling dreams, um, as a non-selfish thing to do. Right. And, and I just started to realize that, 
this could help make that happen. And I had to open up my mind. It was not so easy at first. Like I told you, I went through a time period where I was hard on myself and so disappointed in myself for not um, going and doing the acting thing the way that I had planned. Um, but I just thought, you know, you have an opportunity and you have these kiddos that you love, you want to be around. You don't want to just like move them to Hollywood. So <laughs> not right now, at least. So, yeah. so, so look, you've got this cool opportunity. People are liking this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that hard for you to do. Just keep going with it and see what happens. Right. And I started to realize whenever I would have more views and more views and more views, it's just like an epiphany. And I went, wait a minute. All those years, the dream was to perform for millions of people. Check, <laughs> you know, fifteen million to be and it's, exact. Yeah, I, mean, I think like, we're close to sixteen now. I try. Oh to my gosh! Okay, we're, sixteen. We're, it's hard to keep count. Um, no, but which which for somebody that's not a household name that didn't already have a huge following, you know, like that's that's a big number. And I just realized, I thought, you know what, girl, you did that. You, you know, yeah, you thought it was gonna be. In this vessel, I thought it was going to be a television thing. And I'm sure so many people listening can relate to this. Um, But you really can reach a similar destination and fulfill a dream if the path changes. And the path is probably going to change. You know, it doesn't mean that you can't still make that stuff happen. It's just not the way that you thought it would look. And it's in my case, very weird because I'm dancing on exercise equipment, but, um, but it's so true. And it's such a cool, um, positive, like heartwarming feeling when you really start to realize like, wait a minute, I can actually make those things happen. I just need to do it in a little bit of a different way, you know, and times change. And so, you know, sometimes we need to change stuff anyway. Um, that's why I like to help people with social media. Cause I say, like personally, like and we we can help, we can help companies, of course, like and that's great and fine. But when it's an individual, I'm like, you know, what are your dreams and goals like from childhood? Like, go back as far as you need to, mm. and then let's like imagine a way that we can let social media help you make those dreams come true because we can figure something out. Okay, so like maybe maybe you aren't going to be able to actually be an astronaut, but maybe you could come up with an entire social media account that revolves around the space program and you become an expert and a thought leader in that space and you have a podcast and then you have a show and then you go to speak at NASA and da, da, da. you see what I'm saying? Like you can, you could still get to a similar place by using this like as a vehicle. It's so, it's so true. And I think perspective, it, it can make or break you right? It really can. And the fact that you can see, and and just like leaning on what we talked about before, right? Our past experiences truly do lend to where we are now, right? We couldn't be where we are now without those past experiences. And that also gives us different perspectives, you know, and being able to bring in those goals and dreams and find a way to get there. It might not look like you thought, but yeah. you're still there. And like, what an amazing feeling. Right. Such an amazing feeling. And it's not too late, right? It didn't, it didn't have to happen in your 20s or your 30s or hell, even your 40s. No. Whatever. You know, find a way. There's always a way. There, there's always a way. I think that's the key. Like, there's always a way. Now, um, I have a couple more questions before we close up. Yeah. But one is, is that you know, a lot of people listening in, I think we've talked about a lot of different things in social media. But one thing I always love to ask, especially like a thought leader like you within social media, if you were starting all over again, what do you wish you would have done sooner to achieve these results? Oh, my gosh, that's a good question. Um, I would have, I would have remembered to have less self doubt in the beginning. Um, reminding myself that more, more often making that a habit earlier, I, I, it took time. And, and I think that's a natural human thing, of course, but if I could, like you were saying, go back in time and magically snap my fingers, I would definitely, um, I would definitely start the, the positive stuff, the positive self-talk and all of that stuff earlier. Um, I, I think I would have not held back because believe it or not it may not seem like it but I I was holding back we're we're onions right like you're holding back you you peel off another layer another layer it doesn't just happen overnight and so I wouldn't have held back um as much as I did at first I would have just come in you know like fire um and and I think I it's it's really it's really gosh and every now that I think about all this it's really like 
personal growth stuff, right? It's not even really like tactics. I mean, could I have used a different sound on such and such video and it done better? Yeah, I guess so. But like, you know, those things change so often. It's really hard to tell with social media. So tip, but I think it's really more stuff about me. I would have doubted myself less. I would have not held back for as long as I did. I would have, um, peeled off more than one onion layer at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Rip that bandaid off. Like just fast forward. Yeah. 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 Um, but I wouldn't change a whole lot else. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm a believer in that it happened the way that it's supposed to, even when you're pissed off about the way that it's happening. Um, cause I've had plenty of those moments. Social media is a freaking roller coaster. You know, there's ups and there's downs. And right now as we're recording, I'm in the middle of an up, but before that I had almost 11 months of down. And so, um, it's, a, uh, it's something that you just, um, I don't know, you just, if you can, I guess, manage expectations, like we were saying earlier, and know that there's ups and downs. And when there's ups, embrace them (laughs) and keep that momentum going. And when there's downs, you have downs for a reason. And when I was having them, though, you couldn't tell me that at the moment, right? If you like, oh, this no, is for, this is happening for a reason. I'd be like, oh, yeah, screw you. Like, no, <laughs> F like, off. I really don't want to. I don't even right want to hear mm-hmm. this positive sunshine and rainbows crap. But honestly, once I calmed down and I sat with it for a little bit, I go, things are probably slower for you on social media because you need to be focusing on blah, blah, blah in your business or, you know, whatever, right? Come up with whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. and, and try to do your best to just know that there's ups and downs. That's a huge part of social media. I mean, if you're if you're a household name and you already have audience of millions and you're Kim Kardashian and and then most of it's going to be pretty up as far as like social media numbers, right? <laughs> you're probably not going to have a whole lot of downs mm-hmm. um, because there does you in social media land you do reach a level of where you just don't experience too many downs anymore because your numbers are just so freaking huge, right? Yeah. But yeah. for most people, um, that's not the case, and so it's it's a roller coaster. But you know what, one thing I always love to to point out is the fact that like someone, and I'm glad you brought up Kim Kardashian, right? Like she hasn't had to navigate downs. And so I actually feel like those that have had to navigate downs in business, in health, right? In, in family situations, like when you're navigating those downs, you're strengthening your muscle to overcome, right? And those people that have like it where it seems and we don't know, right? Like we truly don't know anybody else. But we'll use Kim. I'm never going to talk to her. Like we'll use Kim, right? (laughs) I do love Kim though. Side note. I am a fan. I I mean, I'm not judgment or whatever. (laughs) I'm just saying, well, maybe a little judgment is that it just she maybe has not had to overcome different business challenges or life challenges like some of us. So her ability to overcome that muscle isn't as strong as ours, right? Right. Because we've been able to do it. And so we don't have the millions upon millions yet of of number and money, right? Because I think, right, following and money, I mean, they go hand in hand, but- We're uh, going to need both, yes. (laughs) And we need both. We're here in business for a reason. um, (laughs) That it's like, I just think that all that um, stuff that we've had to overcome in life, it like- it makes us who we are and it's like makes us mm-hmm. so strong. And again, for you, like you, if I'm going through a down period and you come and tell me this, like, I'm going to be like, mm-hmm, yep, go pound sand. Like, I yeah. don't want to talk Thanks. to you, <laughs> but when you get through it, it's like, dang, okay. I I did that. I got through that. Right. And, I, and I just, I think it's like, it's so great, but I just love you sharing, you know, cause it's not like, I don't think you've had a really cool career and like, it's like about, I mean, it's just going up. But sharing like kind of the parts of it is, is I think so important to help others, the right. good and the bad. Right. Yeah, no, it really is important. And I, I like to share the struggles and then I like to share the accomplishments because I want to be real, but I also want to always provide hope. Hope is like one of my most favorite words. That might be my most favorite word. Maybe, maybe love is first, maybe fun and love, but hope I love. (laughs) And so, so whenever I, whenever I, um, share accomplishments and things like that on social media, it's, it's with the, it's with the, um, approach of providing hope and being like, look, see, I did it. You're able to do it. Look, mm-hmm. look what I did after this struggle. Now it means you can do it. You know, that's the way yeah. that I look at it. So I think it's cool to share, to share both and to share 
Yeah, I struggle because I mean, I really, I, I, my social media is not, has not been like just popping all these years, all the time. It's had a lot of down times and I just had, and I'm a professional. And so for me to have down times feels like even more pressure, um, but I'm human and it's just, it is what it is. And, um, and you know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to have those struggles. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, yeah, I think sharing the good and the bad and like just how we can navigate it. So I love that. Now, as we close out, I mean, I feel like social media is changing all the time. And I would love to hear your thoughts. If you could share with our audience, like where you see social media maybe shifting in 2023, or is it shifting? And like maybe one or two tips to just leverage their time to be able to get the most out of it. Yeah, for sure. I think that it is. Um, I think it's shifting. It's always going to be shifting. It probably right. I don't think it's going to stand still for very long. Like technology in general, right? Like we we know you and I know. Like VCR, DVD player. Like <laughs> so. Same same with social media. Yeah. Um, so it's it's always going to be changing. I do think that that. 20 the remainder of 2020 already I'm seeing in 2023 and the remainder of 2023 I think is actually going to be a much better year in general on social media than 2022 um I had a down year in just like personal brand like numbers performance and things like that on social media um and a lot of other people did too and I think that that was a result of coming off of the the uh, the height of the pandemic because I think that when that all started in spring of 2020, um, we had just come off of TikTok being new because TikTok was new like the year before and it was just gaining popularity. Then everybody needs to stay home and then everybody can't go to the office and then everybody's on social media and the numbers started to just really skyrocket. Mm. And I mean, users being more active, but, but also views and following and stuff like that. I mean, I went from almost nothing to like 40,000 TikTok followers in a pretty short period of time. Mm -hmm. And it's the timing and it happened to a lot of people. So we had basically like this temporary elevation of things during those couple of years. And then 2020 starts and it's like things start to kind of slide down. <laughs> and everybody's like, wait, where are all these amazing, fantastic numbers that I've been used to? Well, people are shifting again and getting back to maybe their old life or a new version of life or whatever, and things are changing and things are weird and crazy. And that's, it affected social media. So my hope and what I have been seeing so far is that 2023 is a year for things to like, I'm I'm, I'm loosening my shoulders because it's like, just like get into a groove and to into a good place again, a more solid place rather than it being so volatile and up and down. That's, that's what I'm seeing so far. And I'm crossing my fingers that it keeps going that way. So I think it's a good time for social media, a really good time. Um, and then like tips, you know, I mean, like I said earlier, just remember the power of a personal brand and you don't have to be like me or Shelly or like you, whatever your situation is showing up on social media as an individual, as a human, is going to benefit your life. <laughs> the end, it is. And you're going to make relationships. You're going to be able to build your business. If, if you don't have your own business and you work for someone, it could enhance your career. It could, it could, mm -hmm. it could invite collaborations into your life. It, whatever, right? There's so many possibilities. And if you just simplify it and go, I'm going to show up and be me. And I always tell people, just pick a few topics. They In marketing, you call it brand pillars, but you know, pick a few topics and be like, okay, look, so... I own a hair salon, so I'm going to, that's one of my topics, talk about the business of running it. But I also really love my dog, and I'm also a marathoner. So I could talk about those things for hours, and that means that it's a good topic for you, by the way. And that's kind of your few things that you talk about on social media, and you're, you start forming this like well-rounded brand for yourself, and it starts conversations, and you meet people. And then you get the option. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's really about starting conversations. It's like one big online networking party. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know? I mean, networking is like so important in all areas of life, right? Right. Whether and it's if you like hate doing it in person, then look at this. You are in luck. You don't even have to go see these people in real life. You just talk to them on the internet. How convenient is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. And no traveling, like Zoom calls, like, here we go. We, yeah, we got easy. this. <laughs> if we if we want to. Okay. Well, and everybody listening in, I'm going to link this in the show notes too, but Brittany has a guide that she is offering to all the listeners. It's how to build a mission-driven 
personal brand. Okay. So um, I'll have the link there. Make sure that you go download, download that and become part of her community. Um, Cause you can see she is a lot of fun and offers incredible <laughs> value. So, and just like such a positive spirit to be around. So I absolutely love that. That really um, means a lot to me. Thank you. Really positive spirit. And you know, Brittany, what is the best way? I know I'll have everything linked, but where do you maybe hang out the most that you would like people to make sure they follow you? My social media hub is what I call it is Instagram. So just at Brittany Crossan, um, you know, the wild 40 uh, something dancing on her exercise equipment. Can't miss me. Um, but I'm also on TikTok and on Facebook and LinkedIn and all the things. And you can listen to my show, the Social Sunshine Podcast. It's a, so, it's a social media focused um, podcast. So you never know, you might be getting social media tips or you might, it might be your favorite TikTok star as a guest on my show. Um, we have fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Brittany, thank you again for all of your wisdom and of course your time. And I uh, can't wait to keep following you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Yeah.